Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good evening, good afternoon from wherever you are. Obviously, normally Craig does that, but Craig can't be here today. So uh, I'm uh, going to have a little go at just hosting today um, alongside uh, Harry. And we're just going to talk a little bit about um, the game on um, Sunday. Was it, it was Sunday, wasn't it? It was yep, Sunday. Yep. Yeah, it was Sunday against Everton. 2-0 win. We'll have a little chat about that. Um, apologies a little bit. I'm a bit croaky. I've had a little bit of a cold for the last couple of days. So um, I think it was... Uh, um, going out on Sunday without a coat, Harry. There's a schoolboy era that was, I tell you, like, you know. So, um, <laughs> apologies for that. First of all, before we start, got to just say, like, you know, um, don't forget we're being sponsored now by Fans Bet. And uh, if you fancy a bet, then um, go to the Fans Bet app and select your team, which is, of course, Arsenal, and then uh, choose the same old Arsenal and bet away and uh, have a little bet on probably Derby. So maybe Nick saying against Manchester United today. What do you reckon, Ed? Do you reckon that could happen? Oh, you know what? I would, there's nothing I would love more than that to happen. <laughs> stick the knife in Mourinho that little bit more. Oh, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Like, so <laughs> have a little bet on that. Like, come on, Derby, Derby to win. Like, you know, Frank Lampard running up the touchline at, at Old Trafford. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> right, OK. Without further ado, let's get on with uh, a little bit of chat. 2-0, first of all, against uh, Everton. Best thing about that. For me, personally, was a clean sheet and um, a lot of criticism, Harry's, coming for our our friend Petacek. And um, I thought on the day, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't know about you, but was my man in the match. And uh, I, I think uh, he's justifying his place in the team at this moment in time. And also, I think maybe the little bit of pressure that's coming in from uh, behind is, uh, is making him play well. What's your thoughts on that, Harry? Yeah, I completely agree. I think he's had some unfair criticism in the early part of this season. And I guess he's been asked to do something that he hasn't been probably asked to do for the last 20 odd years. And and all of a sudden, it's like, get it right. And now, and that's not really going to happen. That's with any player. You know, you ask someone to change a lifetime habit, then it is, they're going to have difficulty doing that. I think with Czech, in terms of his goalkeeping ability, he's not put a hand wrong this season. Literally, yeah, he's been fantastic. The only thing that you could question him on is is the back passes and things like that. But like I've said on the show before, and I, I don't want to go over old ground like too much, but I think that that style of play just comes with a risk. And it doesn't matter who the goalkeeper is, there will be moments where it goes wrong. If you look at Alisson a few weeks ago for Liverpool, supposed to be the best goalkeeper around when it comes to playing with a ball at his feet. He made a mistake. 
Edison's made mistakes in the Man City goal. Bravo before him, who was brought in to do exactly that. So I just think, you know, people need to get off Petacek's back. I think he's doing exactly what he's paid to do at the moment. And that's keep the ball out of the net. And he's doing it brilliantly. He's, you know, this is probably the best football he's, he's playing, played in an Arsenal shirt. I don't know if you agree, Lee. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think um, he's consistently consistently making saves this season so far. And I thought what's more important about Sunday's um, game was that he made important saves at the, at the right time. You know, that we was nil-nil when he made a couple of good saves. And I felt that, I think it was about 20 minutes to go. I think they had a, a free kick and it was a, a, a fantastic save down to his left-hand post. If that goes in, it could have been a dodgy like 20 minutes for us. So I, I think, you know... Um, I, listen, I've criticised the thing that he's being captain because I felt that we should have gone probably a bit bolder with our captaincy this season. But in saying that, um, Emery has sort of said, look, you know, um, it's Koscielny's when he comes back. Um, so Petacek is taking over. And I just think that so far, so good. Um, he, he's been probably our best player this season consistently over the course of the five, six games. Take away those little things from the past. And I also think with the passing that he's been hung out to try on a couple of back passes as well from other players. So, um, no, I'm, I'm more than pleased with that. And um, I don't think it was all down to the defence that we kept the clean sheet. What was a bit of a worry for me, Harry, was it was about seven or eight um, shots he had to save in a game at, at home. When yeah. when you're looking, what, what Emery says to me, which is a little bit of a worry, he says, um, you know, we're looking to control the game. Well, we, we may be controlling the game, but we're giving up seven or eight shots, three one-on-ones, bit of a worry for me. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And and like you said, he's very adamant that he wants to control the game. Well, if conceding so many chances is controlling the game, then then I'm worried, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we've had this discussion a few times with a few friends, you know, it seems as though Arsenal in the first half come out slower. And somebody's made the point to me that maybe it's because he's a little bit cautious in the first half. Well, if that's him being cautious, then God help us when we try and attack because we just look so open at the back like all the time. And I think on Sunday was interesting because there was a couple of dodgy moments. There was a couple of bad back passes. There was one Xhaka almost lost the ball on the edge of his own box. He managed to get a foot in. But then for the sort of five, ten minutes after that, before Socrates went off, if you noticed, he was just smashing everything long. And so was Czech. It was like there was a realisation that, you know what, I get it, we've got instructions, but we need to react to the game now. And that means let's just go long and, and be safe, just to calm the storm a little bit. Yeah, I thought that, you know, maybe a little bit of game management coming there from the players, which was a good is a good point there. I was going to move on to Socrates, in a, you know, um, or how you say it is a very interesting way. You know, I'm <laughs> going to go the English way, you know. So, um, I, I, over the last couple of games, Harry, I... I watched him at Bournemouth. Let's go back to when I watched him at Bournemouth, and I thought, "Oh no, I don't, uh, you know, I didn't didn't like the look of him. Looks a little bit paceless." But over the last couple of games, he's really impressed me, and and then he gets himself injured. Now, if he is injured, which we're, they're saying it's only a dead leg, so I, I can't imagine him playing tomorrow. Hopefully, he'll be available on Sunday. But if he wasn't to play on Sunday, with a good little run of games where I think they're going to be tough games, but we're going to win. I think that he'd be a big miss for us now because I, I, even though Rob Holding coming in and done well, I just feel that he's probably coming into his own a little bit. And that is a bit of a worry if he's going to, going to get a long-term injury. Yeah, totally agree. And, and fingers crossed it is just a dead leg. 
Um, he's made a tough stuff, so hopefully he'll yeah, be Yeah, he does look a tough boy, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. But yeah, I agree with you. I think particularly away against Newcastle, um, and I know we only played Vorskla, but it's still a, a European game at the end of the day. I thought in those particular games, he was really dominant and, and starting to stamp his authority on the defence. I like the way he went and had a go at Mustafi, actually, at the weekend. I don't know if you noticed it. No, he, I didn't. So after he made that challenge that ended up in him getting injured and getting a yellow card, as he walked back to defend the free kick, he just went and had a little go at Mustafi because it was his careless defending that kind of led to that whole situation. And it's nice to see someone getting in amongst the players and, and tell them what's wrong and what's right. And it, he, he seems to have taken a position as a leader all by himself. So, oh, Listen, that's a great point. I didn't see that. But um, I remember at Swansea last season, you know, we was 1-0 up and we conceded a goal. Um, I think Shaka let him go and it was another mistake by somebody else. And everybody just sort of looked around and said, oh, well, that's, that's acceptable. Um so, you know, if he has done that when we've not conceded, that, that's a good sign. So, um, I've been impressed with him the last couple of games, Harry, and hopefully it's just a, a little dead leg. And as I say, hopefully um, he, he won't be playing. Um, disappointment for me coming into tomorrow night, tomorrow is, is that um, I read today that um, I'm not going to say his name, I'm just going to call him Mev, um, <laughs> is uh, unfortunately injured as well because. These are the games where he, he could get some minutes under his belt, like, you know, two or three games, Brentford, maybe like um, the um, Europa League game on Thursday. Uh, also, it means we've got to, to use um, probably Mustafi um, for a couple of games now, so he's not going to get his rest. I just feel it's a big blow, not for him uh, for him as well on a personal level, but for the team as well, for, for resting players as well. Yeah, definitely, because when you think that, you know, we know Koscielny's not going to be back to at least November. We know that Callum Chambers was allowed to go out on loan. Whether you agree or disagree with that, I don't know. I, I, I'm still a bit yeah, unsure as to why that was allowed to happen. But it's it's crucial that people like Mav step up and, and get involved in the team. And Emery showed, well, I don't know if he showed faith in holding or if he just had no choice. But it's quite clear that him and holding are going to get game time this season whether that's in the Europa League or the Cups. And it's just a shame that he's injured now because, like you said, Mustafi could probably do with a break. You know, he's played it. He's played every game. We're coming up to the sixth game, whatever. Just give him a little breather and, and regroup. So, yeah, it is a shame. But you know what? I think there, there's so many games this season with the Europa League and the group stages of the Europa League. And you could even argue that the round of 32, round of 16, sometimes you can get away with playing a weekend side. So I'm sure he'll get plenty of game time. So... I wouldn't panic just yet about that. No, no, it's just just a little bit disappointing reading that today. Like going back to the Everton game. Um, listen, I, I, coming away from the game, I, I, I was, you know, it don't really matter about the performance. It was vital that we got the three points, um, and and I, I do believe it was very, very important win for us. Uh, half time, I'm going to have to say that the natives were a little bit restless at half time, you know, and it was said that if um, Arsene Wenger's team had produced that performance at half-time, there would be uh, some angry people in the um, mm. in, in the aisles, if you like. But um, do you think that because of the f- uh, fans, we've talked about this at half-time, all the fans were desperate for change at the moment, that they're quite prepared to, to let anything go at the moment? Um, I think they are, because if I'm being totally honest, and I had this argument with someone during the Newcastle game, I was saying that 
you know, we wanted Arsene Wenger gone and I'm not saying he should have stayed by any stretch of the imagination. It was time. It was time a long time ago. But I just feel like if you put aside a few little differences we've seen in terms of the tactics and, and the playing out from the back and the ball going straight to the centre-backs and stuff like that. If you take away a few of those little differences, then you're pretty much looking at the same thing. I think if you looked at the results, we'd be on the same points now. Uh, sorry, yeah. under Wenger as we are now. I don't think there's much difference in that sense. No, there's, totally not, agree. there's not a game I've looked at and gone, oh, under Wenger, we would have lost that. So th- there isn't that much progress in terms of performances. The results are there. There's no progress in results either because the results are the same. So for me, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one because I don't want to get on Emery's back uh, and I'm not criticising him by any stretch of the imagination. But to not criticise him for the same things we criticised Arsene Wenger for is a bit hypocritical because Arsene Wenger, if anything, should have been held higher in our esteem because he'd done so much for the club. So he, if anything, he should have got more leeway than Emery's getting. And that's, I don't know, it's a strange one. But totally agree you know there was things in that first half that reminded you of the Arsene Wenger team yeah sluggish start not uh not clicking into gear from the from the off conceding easy cheap chances and basically holding on yeah I totally agree and um, what we were saying at half time um as well was that there was from that starting lineup on um Sunday two cha- two different players from an Arsene Wenger team so from last season you're asking the manager to come in, change things and everything there, and there's only two changes. You know, it's basically, which was Socrates and Torello, the other, the, all the other players were all signed from, from last season. And and it just, for me, just seemed like, you know, um, nothing had changed on that, that, that 2-0. But to be, to be fair, the other side of that, you know, I would have been losing it at half-time, Harry, you know what I mean? Shouting and screaming and going <laughs> mad. But because everybody's sort of saying, oh, um, do you know, like some sometimes you feed off a of saint, like say, like if I, I would have said saint, someone would go, yeah, you're right there, Lee, or whatever. Yeah. Basically, they were saying, oh, well, give him time, and, and it sort of calms you down. You sort of go into the second half just as calm, and and they turned on a second half performance, which you know uh, I didn't think was that great if you look at it from for 45 minutes, but for a spell of about 20 minutes, you know, from. Moaning and groaning that we're going to get a nil nil. We're all thinking, well, we could get four or five here and go above Spurs. That's what the the mentality was in in the stadium. Um, but then they they I don't so I just maybe put their foot off the the gas. But I'm not going to be critical because we went on to win the game. So I felt that we managed it really well, and and it was a good second half performance. Would you not agree that the football seems less fluent under Unai Emery? You know, under Arsene Wenger, I know we were bad at times, but. I feel like our passing had more fluency, more zip about it. And maybe that's because he was less rigid in, in his sort of formation yeah. and how he wanted players to line up. But I feel like watching Arsenal this season, we seem to play in short spells. And for the rest of the time, the, the, things just don't click. It just seems a little bit... What's the word? It's just not cohesive. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I, I agree with you to a certain degree what you're saying there because... I felt that even last season, though, coming away from a lot of, a lot of games, Harry, I was saying, what's happened with the football? You know, we used to go to the Emirates or go away from home, play some wonderful football and end up maybe losing. And you thought, do you know what? At least we've been entertained and you could... But over the course of the last season, particularly, we was losing games and I was thinking, well, we haven't even played some decent football today. It weren't no really 
uh, openings and, you know, not a lot of shots at goal. There was always excitement when you went to, to, to watch an Arsenal game. And even even in that first half yesterday, I th- uh, sorry, Sunday, I felt there was probably 20, 30 minutes before we, we got a shot off, which Pickford made a fantastic save, by the way. Um, so I, I do do agree with that. Like, you know, a lot of misplaced passes in sloppy passing, you know. Um, but then when they click for the goal, I thought the first goal, Harry, um, I know Aaron Ramsey didn't play well. I didn't think he had a very good game. But if you have a look at the the way he opens up his body, gets a space to pass for Lacazette. And I think Lacazette's finish takes away from the, the assist because it was so good. It yeah. was a great, it was, I thought it was a great first goal. Great first goal. Good football, good finish. Um, I don't think many teams would have been able to defend that goal. No, that's right. And I, I, Lacazette is playing with so much confidence at the moment. He looks like a completely different player. And I'm wondering if maybe that stemmed from him being left out at the beginning of the season. Now he's got a point to prove. You know, Lacazette comes in and he's got to nail down that centre-forward spot because, you know, Emery started the season with a Bamiyang there. So clearly he's he's willing to to drop him if he's not performing. He just seems to be chasing things down by challenges, unbelievable. Yeah. He looks a completely different player to me. Yeah, I've got to say that. I think that maybe maybe he was kept, that that injury was carrying last season. Maybe had something to do with it as well. Um, but definitely come back sharper. Uh, looks like he's got a point to prove, not just to um, to uh, to Arsenal, but maybe to France as well. Because you know yeah. he's had a couple of little knockbacks. You know, being left out of the World Cup squad, um, and then obviously France going on to win the World Cup. And, and and then being left out at Arsenal, he's really responded really well. That's one good thing, I think, at the moment. I don't know if you noticed it, and someone mentioned it on Twitter today as well, um, that once they score, that the substitutions are get the substitutes are getting involved. Now, Kodosi has been dropped yeah. for that game, but he was very much part of the celebrations with the goals. And I, I, I think there's a very, very good team spirit at Arsenal at the moment. Now, you know, Theo Walcott come out, didn't he, um, before the game and said that, you know... It, the, the team spirit at Arsenal wasn't very good last season, yeah. but um, but this season it's it, you know it, it seems really really good. I'm loving the fact that the players are all clapping the fans at the end of the game and things like that. There def- definitely seems to be a little bit of a feel good um, atmosphere at, at the Arsenal at the moment, with, and it's starting from the players. And I think that uh, Bamiyang is certainly one of those players that is um, at the forefront of that. Yeah, definitely, and. Also, going back to substitutions, just before we scored, Alex Iwobi was actually stripped and ready to come on. And then when the goal went in, Emery sort of delayed it and he called it. He told him to put his sort of tracksuit back on and he came jogging. And I, I sit in the north back there in that corner uh, in block six where they come and warm up. And Iwobi just came over smiling. You know, you could see that he completely got the fact that this was because we just scored. He was doing it for the team. There was no throwing his toys out of Pratt, being in a hump because he was stripped and ready to come on and now he's got his tracksuit back on. And I like that. And then when he did come on, you know, he gave 100%. And he's another player that under Emery just looks reborn again. You know, work rate, incredible. I know he was only on for 20 minutes, but my word, he was chasing everything. The back four, the the goalkeeper, everything. He was just non-stop. And 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 a good thing about that it was he, he was appreciated because he'd done a, a little sprint where he sprinted up and down cross for it, and then all the crowd you know was was uh, you know clapping him for that and I I feel that you know there's definitely you know like a feeling of 
of getting behind the Wobi now, like you know, where I think yeah. that he was being criticised a lot last season. Everybody's now willing him to do well, so I'd imagine that um, he'd be quite pleased with the way things are going on a personal level. Yeah, definitely. Another thing, Lee, I wanted to get your opinion on actually was the attendance because I was there on Thursday night as well. Yeah. And I expected there to be tons of empty seats on Thursday. I didn't expect anything different. You know, it was a Europa League game against an opponent that, with all due respect, none of us had really heard of prior to this season's competition. And then I went there on Sunday and I expected a full house. And there were so many empty seats again. Why? Do you know what? A big worry because um, somebody said it was 27 days before we, we had our last home game before before Thursday night. And obviously, hardly anybody there on Thursday night. So you, I, I expected it to be packed on on um, Sunday. I, I, I don't know. Is it because it's a Sunday? I don't know. I don't, I'd be very interested to see what it's going to be like on Saturday because I think on Saturday, I don't know about yourself, I think it's going to be a really good game Saturday. It's going to be a tough game. They're up there. You know, in fact, they're above us at the moment, so it's a, a good a good time to beat them. Means that we're going to definitely go up a place. But I, I honestly, you know, it cost our. You know, people say it cost Arsenal Wenger his job last year because that was the reason that because the fans weren't um, weren't turning up. And I always I always have a little bit of a worry when I see the Arsenal cannon. You know, in the seats, the yeah. white. Do you know what I mean? And I, I've seen it now on two games. Um, and you know, realistically, if you if you wanted to say if you was in the North Bank, you could have walked round to the clock end or the clock end to the North Bank and watch. There were so many empty seats, you could just pick and choose where you wanted to go. Now I, I get that on a Thursday night. I get that. I think there's something that um, Arsenal should look at about the the, the the distribution of tickets for those um, those games. Um, but for a Premier League game, it is a bit of a worry area. I've got to say that. Like I don't, you know, going, even going back. Four or five years ago, you'll know when when that, we, we wasn't as the great. You know, we, we weren't winning trophies. We've won trophies in the last few seasons, but before that, um, you, you, it was really hard to get a ticket. If you, you know what I mean, yeah. like if you wanted to sell your ticket, you could sell it straight away. But you know, um, it's hard even to give away a ticket at the moment. Like you know, so uh, you know, people can't be bothered to go. And I, the one thing that may maybe just maybe just turned it around a little bit, and maybe why it was the weather was absolutely horrendous in the morning. So maybe yeah, a few was. people might have just knocked it on the head. But <clears throat> for for a die-hard fan, I, you know, whether it's I weren't feeling that great on Sunday, I, I I still went whether you know, and and I'm not feeling great today, but I'll still be there tomorrow, you know. So I, I don't really see it as an excuse, but for me, it's a worry. I don't really know what what the club can do about it or what they're doing about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the league games that concern me. Like I said, that the Europa League and even tomorrow night, I'd expect to see plenty of empty seats. But why not do something like West Ham done a few years ago? They were doing this scheme where they were doing bring a kid for a quid. Yeah, something like why that. Why not? Yeah. Why not? A pound is, you know, you still have to have the same amount of stewards in the ground because as far as you don't know how many people are going to turn up. It's not of no extra cost to Arsenal. When you're filling seats, just do it, like. It, I, I don't know. That's the only thing. I just think that you could you could encourage those that don't really get to go go often. Yeah, um, I totally agree. Totally agree. And, and and like this this game tomorrow, I think if we get through this one, the the next home game always sort of does it gets involved when when the half term is, and you always get a better yeah. attendance. You know, um, you know. So listen, it is a difficult one because you do like the kids do have a late night. 
you know, time they get home or whatever. But uh, yeah, definitely something needs to be done so they can get. And it is also Harry getting fan, younger fans in and getting them interested in the Arsenal. You know, I mean, I think that I think the club's missing a missing a trick. Um, it seems to be like you know, well, we get thirty thousand paying the full price instead of getting sixty thousand paying a cheaper price, you're still going to make your money up. So I don't really... I'll tell you what also was worrying. I don't, I don't know if you noticed it on um, on Sunday that the corporate seats around... Well, there were the boxes and, and the corporate seats were were very, very empty. So yeah, um, right. a lot of dinners went to waste, I think, on Sunday, Harry. Like, you know what I mean? so, <laughs> they could have given some to us. That would do, that would they? Like, you know what I mean? Like, more please, more please, sir. Like, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, oh, exactly. So, it, you know, I, I'd imagine it's a worry all, all round for them, really, like, you know, worry all round. Yeah, don't disagree with that. We'll see how it develops in the next Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So, um, at the end of the day, we're all looking and we've got the three points and that's, that's the, the, the good thing. And, Five, five consecutive wins on the bounce now. Four in the league. Um, I haven't said that for a long while, Harry. Yeah, that's right. It's been a while. And especially celebrating away wins. God, it was two, a struggle. Two on yeah. the spin. Two on the spin. Yeah, that's as many as we got all the last season, isn't it? Was it just was it two or three was it, I think it was three. I think we, you know, a little question. I think we definitely won at Everton, Burnley. And I think Huddersfield, I think, was the yeah, three. Right, so I yeah. don't think there's yeah. any more than that. So um, that's the only three that I can remember off the top of my head. You know, we go to Fulham and next away game, chance to win that. Yeah. I think then it's Crystal Palace and then Bournemouth for our next three away games. So, you know, we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves, but realistically, you know, they're, they're, there's, there's, they're winnable. I'm not saying we're going to, but they're winnable. Um, and... We could be in a really good position in a couple of weeks' time, you know. So, um, and and without really, you know, hitting top form, which is a, a good sign. So, I think at the end of the day, let's put their back going to bed now. We've won it, um, and it's we're in a good little position. Come now to Wednesday, uh, Brentford. What's your thoughts on that? What do, what do you think the team will be? It's it's difficult because you know, in traditionally we would have seen the whole eleven change, but we know that. Emery takes the cup competitions quite seriously. I think he picked a stronger team against Vorskla than I expected him yeah, to. definitely. Uh, and so there's nothing to suggest that he won't do that again. And even though Brentford are a championship side, they'll probably pose a bigger threat than Vorskla did. Um, so, you know, I, I guess it goes back to what we were saying earlier. There's certain players that probably would have come in that are out injured at the moment. So I expect Mustafi to play. I expect Monreal to play because I don't know who else could come in? At yeah, that's a question I was going to ask you there with Monreal because uh, who would who if he is to be rested? Who are we going to? We haven't really got a left back. I know that um, uh, Kalajanash is back in training today or something, so so maybe this game's obviously too early for him. But um, that that is a bit of a worry. Flogging Monreal, I, I, I feel you know. What I mean, I think that yeah. that is a worry. Unless could, he's go, gonna... could he go through at the back? He could. Uh, I don't know. I think he'll he'll be keen to implement his system one way uh, within the team and not change that. But th- you could argue that maybe he'll put Lichtsteiner left back and bring someone in at right back. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, good call. Just good call. Toying with an idea, you know, because Lichtsteiner's experienced enough to to do that. And I guess at thirty four years of age or whatever he is, it's not going to do him any harm in his development or anything like that. So. That would be a no-brainer for me. Maybe if I had someone that I could slot in at right back, then maybe I'd do that, Licksteiner at left back. 
I guess, you know, like players like Maitland-Niles would have probably played. Yeah, could have come in there. That's another big blow, by the way, but we'll, we'll move on to another another time. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think Bellerin will, give a, will be given a, a little bit of a rest. But my, my, my feeling is, as you're saying that, that probably Bellerin um, doesn't need a rest as much as Monreal. But because Monreal, we haven't got no one to cover Monreal, it seems like he's going to be playing. So, yeah. um, midfield, what, 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 what's your thoughts on there? I think El Nenny will play. Um, I think Guendouzi will play because he didn't play, uh, obviously, on Sunday. So, we'll have the battle of the perms in the middle of the park. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I recognise one of them, like, you know. And then, I guess I, I would give Emil Smith-Rowe a game. To yes, me. definitely. I was going to come on to that, definitely. I thought he looked good when he came on the other night. So, I'd give him a give him a run out. Uh, Mickey Tarian's injured, so I guess Iwobi would get get a shout. Maybe Enketia up top. I don't know. It's, it's difficult to say. I don't know if he will risk putting that many fringe players in at once, or if he's good. Because if you noticed in the game against Vorskla, even though he played the Bamiang, he played Torreira, he was very careful about managing their minutes. And if you noticed, you know, a Bamiang came off at, at, on Sunday because he'd played. Yeah, Thursday, and it's like he manages their minutes really well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he went with a really strong side, but then come the 60th, 70th minute, depending on how things are going, you start to see some changes. See, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind him playing uh, Eddie uh, Welbeck and um, Awobi as the front three, like you know. Yeah. And um, but I, 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 I don't know about you, but I'm one that would like, um, a, you know, like to see a Bamiang Lacazette at least on the bench, Ozil. A few of the big guns, yeah. just just in case if things ain't going well to bring on. Um, not the other way round. If things ain't going well and, and you've got not not the big guns to bring on, like you know. So, and I always think that if you were as a Brentford player for playing seventy minutes, working really hard, and then all of a sudden you see three top players come on, it could dishearten them and all that. So I want to see those players um, be involved. Um, um, Arsene Wenger I thought took liberties with with our cup teams last season particularly at Notts Forest but that's another story but I, I, I wouldn't have been argumentative about the team that he selected but the bench you know and I, I feel yeah. that Emery you know should should go with a strong bench tomorrow but I want to see I want to see um, I, I do want to see um, um, Smith Rowe play I also want to see um, uh, Eddie playing I, I, I feel that they deserve a game and I, you know um, you know, is there a youth player at left back that we could come in and, and have a game? I wouldn't mind seeing something like that, you know. So, um, goalkeeper, who do you think will be in goal? Martinez think, or Leno? I think it'll be Leno. I think it'll be Leno. And I know we haven't seen much of him in a competitive sort of environment, but I thought he looked really good with the ball at his feet the other night. Like, he was showing off at one point, chipping it over players. He played the ball out to the left back at one stage and he sort of went out there to make an option. Um, so he's obviously quite confident. Um, and, you know, the more games he gets in these kind of competitions, the more pressure it puts on check. And competition's healthy at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think that um, a little bit harsh on Martinez, unless they've said to him, look, you know, you're going to be playing in the League Cup. Um, but I, I do feel that Leno, I feel, deserves a, a, a crack at it. Like, you know, and I think that, you know, if, you, if you're in the squad... Um, you deserve to have some sort of games. I'm not saying that it's demeaning playing the league. You know, listen, I, I want us to go and uh, and win this. I think we've got a great chance of um, uh, of, of progressing. You know, like for a start today, uh, or is it tomorrow? 
definitely one of the big guns is going either Liverpool or Chelsea are definitely going. So it opens it up a little bit, you know. So, um, you know, I've always liked, I've always liked this competition. There's something about it. It finishes um, in around about February time. It's it's a, a chance to take a bit of pressure off if you've won something, you know. And um, you can't be a cup final. I, I know last season's cup final for us was disappointing, but I, I do feel that um, we should. T- we we're not in a position where we can take these 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 competitions lightly. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. You gotta, you gotta give it your all for everything, and then get some silverware on the board, and that will take the pressure off a new manager as well. You know, particularly in his first season. Yeah, definitely. Like you know, so right. So prediction for that game. What do you think? What do you think that um, it's going to be? I think we'll win. Uh, I'm going to go with a three nil. Three nil. Three nil. Three nil. Yeah. I'm going to go three one. I think that. Um, uh, Brentford are not no mugs, by the way. I mean, they're up there at the top of the, no, yeah, that's right, you know, yeah. top six of the championship. Going to be tough. Um, I think that um, it'd be interesting tonight. I, I've just had a little before we come on here. Just see um, Man United put up quite a strong side today, like you know. So um, I, I think that we're going. I'm going to go three one. I'm going to go three one. So uh, we go from there, like. Before we wrap up things, let's just talk a little bit about Watford. Yeah. What do you reckon? Um, you know what? I've I've watched Watford a couple of times now this season. I watched them against Spurs, um, and I watched them against Fulham. And I think whilst they've done well this season, I think they're beatable. I don't think they're as good as people are making out. And I might be made to eat my words, but I just think like they they just play such a basic system and uh, this four four two old fashioned Dini and Gray up top. And I, I think that teams have just not equipped themselves well enough to handle it and I think you know if you've got for example when I look at Spurs when Spurs played them I just thought to myself like you've got the players to to sort this out you know whether it means playing with a back three or when you've got the ball your one of your midfielders stepping into uh, one of your defenders sorry stepping into the midfield I just thought that Spurs had the equipment to deal with them and they didn't and they conceded two stupid goals um and it proved to be their downfall. I think Watford have been a little bit lucky this season. And I think, you know, come the end of the season, they'll be around about 12th to 14th again. And that's that's their level. I'm not particularly impressed with them. And I feel at the Emirates that we'll have the firepower to beat them quite comfortably. I, I believe that the firepower will be, be um, an advantage to us. The one thing that worries me about Watford and uh, is that their physicality. They're a big, yeah. big side, and maybe you know that's probably a little bit of our weakness, especially if they get in amongst. It. I have to say, when they played Spurs that day, they made a couple of tackles, and Dini smashed. I think it was Sanchez, and the game turned around. And I've seen a lot of teams do that to us. Whether that, and and that that's what worries me. I think that their strength is our weakness a little bit, like you know. So, but I think if we get getting. Uh, an early goal against them, I, I think that um, we'd be okay. But, you know, I don't think it'll be an easy game. I think people are, you know, expecting us to, you know, I think a lot of fans, are, just quickly, a lot of fans think that, oh, we've got Watford, we've got Fulham, we've got Crystal Palace, we've got uh, Simons, uh, Bournemouth, we're going to go and win all these games and then we've got Liverpool, you know. Um, I don't think it's going to be as easy as that, you know what I mean? I, I can see a little hiccup along the way. Um, you know, touch would be going and win those games. But I think people are sort of thinking that 
we're going to win these games comfortably. And, and, and what I've seen, I don't think they're going to, we're going to have to earn them. We're going to have to work hard for them. And we, we've done that, you know. And, and, I, and I think that I've got to say with Torella in there at the moment, he, he, he may, you know, he, even though he's only a really little small fella, he does get stuck in, doesn't he? And I think that he's going to be key for us, if, for us to do really well this season. Yeah, don't disagree with any of that. Don't disagree with any of that. I What's your that... prediction then for uh, Saturday? Oh, oh, I'm going to say 2 1. I'm going to say, I know that's a bit of a boring if I keep saying 2 1, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I, I, I feel that Arsenal have, you know, like, have got the firepower to get a couple of goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've got, like, in, you know, in a lot of pl- places that can click and score goals quite comfortably. But, um, you know, so two's an easy route to go to, like you know what I mean. So uh, I'll tell you what, I'll be bold in and change that to three one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna go with four nil. I'm gonna be. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I just think I, they're they're due a stuffing, and you know, nothing would please me more than seeing Troy Deeney go off that pitch with his head down. And you know, he's got a couple of broken toes. I'll be telling my centre ass to be stepping up there. <laughs> Tell Socrates he'll do it, no problem. <laughs> Providing he's fit, he's got. I, I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you ever seen the video of him on YouTube having a scrap with Arnautovic? Oh, I've seen it. Brilliant, <laughs> isn't it? Like, and, and, and they, they were quite friendly with the game before um, when West Ham played. When they, I see him in the tunnel. They was all right, but yeah, uh, yeah they went for him, didn't he? Weren't happy, like you know what yeah, I mean. So um, he's got a short you know, fuse. He's got a short fuse. So. Um, uh, nothing wrong with that, though. That's what I like. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 listen, I think uh, Deeney will cause us a few problems. But, um, you know, they, they, they could have been, um, you know, well well and truly beaten Fulham, you know, uh, their last away game. But in the end, they were hanging on against Fulham. So, you know, that's Fulham, you know. So, if they <clears throat> they, they might, if we were in the game, I, I think they maybe just like lose a bit of their power, a little bit of their fitness and, so that's why I'm going to, I've, I've changed my mind. I think that, you know, if we can wear them down, I think, you know, because they're a big side, yeah. maybe like, you know, three. We might even get four. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Like, you know what I mean? So, That'd be lovely. That'd be lovely. Go for now, like, you know. Okay, should we wrap it up there? I think that's about it, like, you know, so short and sweet because there's only the two of us today. So apologies for um, Graham not being here today because he's had to uh, to work. Obviously, Craig's not here today because he's got family um, troubles at the moment. So we wish him and his family well on that. And uh, I think we'll all be back in tandem um, next Monday, I think, Harry. I think that's what we're, the plan is anyway. Like, Yep. Sounds about right. Okay. So, uh, from me, I'm going to say goodbye and up the Arsenal. Um, have a good week and a good weekend and uh, be safe out there. Come on, you Reds. Come on, you Gunners. Sports Social Podcast Network.